Howdy. Hey, man. What's up? Oh, not much. Got a new jacket today. Just wrapped up all but one question. I have one question, and I'm done with homework for the semester. Oh, yeah. I ran out of time to do it before the podcast. So, whatever. It'll get done. In any case, welcome to the podcast for new and returning viewers. Welcome I'd like back. to start off this episode stating happy birthday to John Moxley. As of recording, he is now 36 years old. Happy birthday, man. I am looking... Should we do random news first? Yeah. Uh, first thing uh, I'm seeing is uh, update with Triple H. He did have some heart issues. And it looks oh, like yeah. Dave Meltzer is saying that it was kind of ser- it's serious. Mm. I don't know. There's, there's really nothing beyond that um the only other updates it says that he was recently spotted with the mcmahon family touring the new wwe headquarters and um he hasn't been backstage at wwe since his heart issues when he had heart surgery back in september and there are no details Hope for the best. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully all is well there. I have one other kind of sad update. Uh, if you remember Big Swole, yep. she wrestled for AEW for a while. Um, she is not renewing her contract with AEW. And uh, it it doesn't exactly say. It just says that they mutually came to the agreement. She's enjoyed her time with AEW. Um, and she first signed in 2019. Hey. So we have those two announcements. I'm still looking through. While you're still looking, um, so this just came out. Apparently, WWE DVDs will no longer in the United States and Canada. From DVD Network, and this includes Blu-ray. Okay, we're back. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, to continue what I was stating further, um, WWE DVDs in Australia will cease also and will only be offered in the UK through uh, March 2022. 
quite I sad. Some of the older ones. Like there's uh there's some that have matches that you just wouldn't see from like random smackdowns and stuff, so I don't have to dig for them. Right. So if I find them, I usually pick them up. That's, and, that's fun to have. Yeah. That that's a now gonna be a treasure. If you like have any of those DVDs. The yeah. other thing is um on a YouTube channel, um, this is Maurice Bernard's State of the Mind YouTube channel. AJ Lee um, opened up about having and had attempted uh, to commit suicide during her WWE run back in 2014. I'm not going to read off the statement as it's very a very long statement. And if you're curious as to what she has to say, to say at on the state of mind with AJ Mendez, or as I said, AJ Lee, it's about thirty-four minutes. So if you if you listen to uh, was it Chris Van was it Chris Van Vliet? I think so. Yeah, yeah. He goes and like talks with other uh, wrestlers for. I believe the shortest was like an hour. Hmm. Some interesting stuff. Like I still have yet to watch the one they did with Tanel Dashwood. I just haven't had the time. I've been holding that off for several months. Talks about interesting things. That's all I got. Now it has been pretty quiet unless you want to go ahead and like dig into people's personal stuff. I don't, yeah. I mean, Andrade and Charlotte aren't together anymore. There's really nothing there with that, just yeah. Is what it is, it, it is split up. Oh, let's see. Uh, I didn't know this, but Adele was a wrestling fan growing up. I've seen that too. Says she want always wanted to meet the rock. It's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. I was I was never gonna expect that. If anyone would have told me like several months ago that Adele was a wrestling fan, I was just said, oh, I would have no, I would not have known. Yeah, for somebody that makes like graceful music and just kind of. Very lax music. I wouldn't imagine her to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. Yeah, that that's everything I have for random news for this. It has. Well, we have our usual weekly. Um, this biggest thing that has happened this past week was War Games. So we'll cover NXT, uh, the episode prior, and War Games at the end. You'll have to catch me up on that because I don't know. I know there's something, but I don't know the situation with um, Gargano. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's been many rumors about Gargano and uh, uh, what was it? Is it Kyle O'Reilly or... Who, who's a, of the uh, Undisputed Era still Kyle in NXT? 
Yeah, is Kyle Riley all right? Yeah, he's the yeah, last there's one been, of that group. There, there's been a lot of talks about their contracts, and it. I, I wouldn't rather dig too much into it, as I've always been a wait-and-see person regarding that stuff. Yeah, it's either way it's going to happen, and we're going to find about, out about it actually tonight as of recording this. Yeah. Because Gargano had to extend his contract, and then it's going to be running up again soon. It's it's yeah. I think it's more fun if you just don't try to dig into that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see him really going anywhere else because they wouldn't have given him the mic time afterwards. I I would say main roster. That'd be my guess. I know Tony Khan has stated that uh, he is interested in Gargano and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I kind of don't want to see Kyle O'Reilly go there. Well, maybe. Because him against the Elite, Undisputed Era against the Elite would be cool. It would be cool. It's, that's like a one-off thing, you know? You just right. bring him in. That's it. Because then after that, you have nothing. You go right to fantastic stuff, and then you have to come down after that, and that's just not good for them. Yeah. Well, are we ready? I think so. I think well, so. Monday Night Raw. Last week's Raw. Yeah. Seth Rollins is the man to start it off with a match against Finn Balor. And it's beautiful. Beautifully executed opening match between those two. Oh, I, how could I forget? So I had also seen something about regarding day one, the pay-per-view for the end of the year. Mm. Well, end of the year, beginning of 2022. So a report has come out from Dave Meltzer stating that uh, WWE has big plans to make the upcoming day one pay-per-view a yearly tradition. Hmm. I don't know. We'll We'll see how this goes because it's taking over, what was it, Elimination Chamber? Yeah, for January, I think so. Yeah. Well, that's it's actually the December pay-per-view, so the one before that, I don't quite remember. For January? Uh, the pay-per-view for... They canceled... Um, it's been so long. We talked about it. Uh, they canceled... They're switching out a pay-per-view for day one to be January 1st. And then the next pay-per-view is going to be Royal Rumble. 
wasn't that pay-per-view always like a flex spot wasn't it like roadblock one year and like great balls of fire and yeah uh, isn't that usually a flex spot anyway usually but they've been fairly consistent up until now i can't keep up i just usually know oh there's a pay-per-view on sunday and then just turn on the network and then just whatever comes on comes on i know the matches i don't pay attention to the names usually oh those table tables ladders and chairs my mm, dang that's my favorite pay-per-view i had to google it because it was driving me nuts it's like one of my favorite pay-per-views, man. I'm so upset. Now I'm actually upset. I wish I didn't read that now. Yeah, it happens. It'd be what it'd be. It is, indeed. But uh, back to Raw now. I just I had to bring it up briefly. Good opening match. Like If you see Seth Rollins and Finn Bauer, you know it's going to be a good match. Oh, yeah, they've been – they're consistently good. I remember I went to see uh, – I went to see Raw. When was that? 2018, maybe? Because it was a feud for the Intercontinental Championship. It was Balor, Rollins, and The Miz, I think. And that was a great triple threat match. I think that's – I knew I know Seth and Finn were in it. The, the third person, I think it was uh, Miz, but I don't remember exactly. I don't remember. Uh, but it, it sounds right with the Miz. Yeah, the timeline sounds right for it. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins won the match. He countered in 1916 and stomped him. Following that, we are good. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't like that. Well, that the 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 Bauer fanboy in me didn't like that. The Seth fanboy in me liked it. Flashing ideals. I like Finn Balor. No, I I shouldn't say that. I like Prince Devitt. I'm not huge on Finn Balor. Uh, following the match, we had Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan have their contract signing for the Raw Women's Championship match, which was yesterday as of recording, the December 6th edition of Monday Night Raw, which we'll talk about next week. It's your usual WWE contract signing. Which is now censored, by the way. They took they cut out the part where she talked about where Liv talked about her contract. Becky's big contract is part of the reason why Ruby and um Sarah are no longer there. Yeah. That's been cut out. Unfortunate, but I see why they do it. Meh. Adds a layer of reality to it. I would have kept it in. 
Yeah, I know. I know people have been quite controversial about said statements. So uh, I said my piece last week. Um, there's not much to add to it. Opinions have not changed. Yeah, same here. Then we had RK Bro versus the Dirty Dogs for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, RK Bro won it. I was sweating it. I was sweating it. Like, they better not yeah. win it. They better not take for a moment. Titles. For a moment, I really thought that Ziggler won the match. And I would have been upset. <laughs> Ooh. Then Edge had made another fateful return. And it's going to be feuding with the Miz. Meh. I knew you weren't a, you weren't a fan of that. Not too much. I mean I'm not against it. It's just kind of like a who cares. There's a lot of people that do, but like, I'm not huge on the Miz. I don't like Edge. So, I mean, for me, it's just a blah. I know uh, many have said this, and I'm of the same opinion, especially after Beth Phoenix has stated that I believe NXT War Games was her last uh, last time on commentary for NXT. Yep. Um, that it seems like they're setting up a mixed tag match between Miz, Maurice, Edge, and Beth Phoenix. That could be fun. I think it'd be fun. I could get into it. It it was good promos. I mean, that's what Miz is known for his promos. And Edge can, of course, uh, walk the talk. Then we had Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Mm. And Street Profits won. And it was a good tag match. With a bad result. Short, but good. Can't win. Yeah, Gable just got hit with that beautiful frog. Chad Gable is an amazing athlete. And Otis is just built like a tank. I don't understand why they have to lose all the time. All the time. I don't know. It is quite annoying because we need to have more tag teams like be prominent and getting wins in the tag team division. Alpha Academy just needs to do something. They've been on, they've been getting Losses and losses, and they, they're just kind of stagnating. I mean, they're just there to lose at this point. Uh, 
moving on, we had Damian Priest versus Apollo Crews for United States Championship. It's it's a good. I like yeah. that one. Damian Priest retained the title. As he should. That's another one. I just, there's no direction, man. Yeah. I don't there's know. No story direction. Yeah. It seems though that WWE will only do things for certain wrestlers and not do much for the others. It, it's quite apparent. Mm-hmm. And nothing else is more apparent than Mysterios versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. As uh, Ray and Dominic won the match. Very short. Very mm-hmm. short. A lot of great talent, just not time to do anything. Yep. Not including no. that talent right now, but everybody else. We know what did take a few minutes of time. What's the that? 10-woman tag match. Where Team... Liv Morgan consisted of Dana Brooke, Bianca Boyer, Nikki, Nikki Ash, and Rhea Ripley, as well as Liv Morgan, to take on Team Becky, which consisted of uh, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Dewdrop, and Tamina. Kind of an odd setup for a match that's based around a two-woman rivalry, but all right. Yeah, it was interesting to say the least, as they had like a couple storylines going on at the same time in that tag match. That's the reason I'm not big on like multi-man matches. Survivor Series is interesting. I think that's an exception. But other than that, when you have these giant tag matches, I'm just not that into them at all. Uh, Team Liv one as Liv Morgan pinned Tamina. Tamina's just getting pinned left, right, and center. I mean, better than anybody else on that team getting pinned. I, I could have gone with um, Carmella being another name to take the pin. Yeah. But Tamina was the best fit. And then the main event of Monday Night Raw was Big E versus Kevin Owens, and what a closing match. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. The, the main thing that drove me on edge was that there's another disqualification finish be, between these guys. It involves Seth Rollins yet again. Hmm. But I like the feud. Quite interesting. The buildup for the DQ, I will say, was pretty good. And, like, as much as it was predictable, they did kind of, like, instead of just, oh, I bet it's going to happen, like, at the start, they built it up. I'll give them credit for that. Yeah, same here. 
That's Monday Night Raw. All right. I'm going to save NXT. So we're going to go WWE, AEW, WWE, AEW. Fair enough. On to, on to Dynamite. Starting off with the with Allen Five Angels versus Brian Danielson. Bill. And was, yeah. yeah, wasn't good. Wasn't bad. It was just in the middle. It's. It's nice to see that for all the talent that has moved over from WWE that Brian isn't being a babyface for too long. Yeah, I'm glad he's he's heel. I mean, that's it's fun. It is fun. It's a lot more fun when Brian's a heel. Yeah, I like him having the uh kind of a leash off and he can just kind of do his thing. Right. Uh, Brian Danielson won it. Good match. Then we had CM Punk versus Lee Moriarty. That was another good one. It was, it was all right. It was all right. I wasn't too hot on it, but it was good. And uh, CM Punk continues his winning streak. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it didn't surprise me either. But it's eventually going to be a shock as to when CM Punk does lose. That's going to be a big deal. Him and Brian. Yeah. Then we had Wardlow come up in action. Wardlow and Sean Spears. And then when they go ahead and Wardlow had a match with um, AC Adams. Very short. Oh, yeah. That was, Very quick. That was just a get Wardlow in front of the camera match. Yeah. <clears throat> that it did. As Wardlow... Absolutely just powerbombed the crap out of AC Adams. Absolute destruction. Then we had Darby Allen and Sting versus the Gun Club. Two undefeated tag teams going against each other. Two undefeated tag teams. I didn't know who really to root for. I for some I I do know who to root for. I was rooting for the Gun Club. I I was on the opposite end. I was rooting for uh, Sting and Darby Allen. I had to vote. I I had my, to root for my man Sting and his son. For shame, for shame. And can't believe I, you. I was I I was right with the. Uh, Hope on Sting and Darby Allen. This is a really fun match. It was. It was a good match. I don't know why. I just like the Gun Club for some reason. Man, I don't blame you. This one was hard. 
And uh, this is with a match that you put in the chat. This is who lost the PBS Championship Tournament quarterfinals. Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander. I was so disappointed. I really wanted. I like Ruby, but Chris Statlander's up there with my favorite AEW women. Chris Statlander is very good. I will say, when I seen this on the card, I was like, oh, oh, this one's easy. Like, top, when I think of that division, I think of, like, obviously Britt Baker first, Jade Cargill, Chris Statlander. I usually forget Ruby's there because she just hasn't been, she hasn't done enough yet there. So she doesn't come to mind right away. Once I go down a list of superstar, well, uh, yeah, women uh, wrestlers, I'm just like, Ruby will show up in my mind. But I have to go through a couple first because there's the obvious Britt Baker, Chris Statlander stands out, Jade Cargill, um, Hikaru Shida, Riho. Yeah, Shida. I forget about Shida. Totally forgot. Still upset that she's out of the tournament. I'm gonna be upset about that until it's gonna be upset for a while. Yeah. But it's not that big a deal. She she got her fifty wins. True, true. To end dynamite, we had the Atlanta Street fight with Cody Rhodes versus Andrade Alidoro. <laughs> Yet again. I like this match. I did. It it was a good match. I will say I they're it. definitely. I see a lot of people giving them flack, and <sighs> you're about to talk about the one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, and talk about am the spot. I, am I the only Cody Rhodes fan out there? I like Cody Rhodes. I'm not saying I'm a fan of him, but I like him. I'm a fan. I was hoping he would win this match, actually. Not going to lie. Well, funny enough, he did win. But uh, you want to talk about a quite controversial spot? At least from what I've seen, is quite controversial. I actually so, got a nice uh, for the spot, too, when we get there. Oh, all right. So the spot that I'm referring to is there – was a table that was set up and Brandy Rhodes comes out and sets it on fire. Cody Rhodes went and uh, a hip toss Andrade to the table from the top rope, but uh, Cody took majority of that. Oh, he took all of it. Oh, yeah. That was on Cody, too. Cody kind of over overmeasured there. Andrade got like just barely the corner of it. Yeah. And Cody's arm was still on fire when he went through the table. Well, it looked weird because um you know, he Cody took most of the bump and then he turns around and wins it. Yeah. Like literally not even a move later. Which is kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. 
I'm I'm a fan of people going through tables, though I will say putting the table on fire, I was quite intrigued. And then once I seen how it was executed, I was like, ooh, that didn't look good. She she kept putting on that um lighter fluid. I'm like, are you sure you want to put both cans on there? And then she yeah. lit it. Oh god. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, what, I, what I've gathered from that is that they have for like the movies this gel and it's flame retardant gel. Yeah. For stunts. And they right. put it on and then, you know, obviously it's a it's a layer between your skin and the fire. Right. Um wasn't made to go through a wrestling match and then light yourself on fire. No. So that's why only killing and chafing and then later on, you know, obviously you're missing part of it. So you saw like the black spots on it on Cody's back. That is the table stuck to his back from the gel. Yeah. Yeah, that that definitely did not look right at all. I I bet that hurt like a lot. They didn't think it to Cody for having to stick that out. But man, that that must have really freaking hurt. Yeah, they didn't think that one through at all. No, they didn't. I think they just they just wanted more views and clicks, so they did it. To be fair, Wasn't though. Pretty. To be fair, you know when everybody else did it, a lot of people back in the um, <clears throat> back in like the Attitude Era, mostly, they had yeah. things cover, like, gear that's flame retardant. So, like, Kane had his whole get-up on, and he could have flame retardant suits. Yeah. And Cody and Andrade didn't have anything. So there was nothing. You couldn't really conceal it unless you used, like, a gel. Right. Well, they tried, and it, it did not conceal it. I don't understand why people don't like Cody. I don't get it. I like I, 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 he doesn't irritate. I guess um, I don't understand why people get so pissed at him. Like it, he doesn't irritate me. I like him, but I don't understand how people are so like upset with him. I I don't get the hate either. Like there's there's parts of Cody the Rhodes of things where I'm like, all right, come on, man, can we move it? Can we move on. But like he's a he's a great wrestler, and that's all I can ask for. And a lot of people say he's not. And always oh, just leeching and you know blah blah blah. I'm like, how is he leeching? I, I don't I don't see it. I, I don't understand the hate. I don't get where this stigma is that Cody Rhodes is bad for the wrestling business and he's a leech and he's just going off of his father's name. Now when people say like the Bucks do it, I could see that because they were tag champions for a while. And they yeah. matches and stuff. I could kind of see that. I don't really agree with it, but I could see it. But Cody hasn't done that. He lost a match to where he can't even challenge for the title anymore. So you did that at the like the beginning of Dynamite too. Oh yeah, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And he stuck through with it. Mm-hmm. It. It, it it baffles me. 
All right. I thought it was good. I was. I was it was good. It. it was. It was quite good. the The table spot got. It was a big talking point, but everything else was good. That and that now, match, Chris Statlander and Ruby match, I I was into. Dynamite usually has me sold, and and they always they it delivers. Got that. Now the NXT before War Games, this one you you usually get pretty hyped up about uh, NXT prior to their pay per views. So I'm gonna go through it all instead of just highlighting the important stuff. So we had the War Games Advantage Ladder of Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai, and uh, that was oh my god. What a ladder match. Uh, Kaylee Ray won it uh, to earn advantage in the War Games match for her team. Definitely worth watching if you haven't already seen War Games. Well, we're going to, if you, even if you have or haven't, we're still going to talk about War Games. Yep. Where you can then see like, ha- matches such as Braun Breaker versus the. Chain cutters, yeah. And then we had Cameron Grimes versus Andre Chase. It is is fairly short, and um, I'm not gonna go too much into it because I haven't really been following their feud. Cameron Grimes won it. Short squash match. Um. Then Braun Breaker and Johnny Gargano promised to leave teams behind for main event. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that, that was a that was a dicey promo. We had a number one contender match between Legado del Fantasma versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. And uh Kyle O'Reilly and Wagner defeated Legato Del Fantasma to earn a title match at NXT War Games. Um, then Joe Gacy hosted the All-Inclusive Invitational, and he defeated some random dude, a couple random dudes. Not much to say. There's very much to go off of. Then we had Solo Sokoa versus Edris Enof- Enofe. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sorry if I butcher it. Um, Solo Sokoa still winning. Then we had Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada versus Yuisa Leon and Valentina Feroz. It was, it was a short, um, short women's tag match. Um, it continues the story with Indy Hartwell and uh, Dexter Loomis. Not much really to say, but uh, Persia Parada and Indy Hartwell won. 
Then we had the War Games Advantage ladder match between Joey Gargano and uh, Braun Breaker for the men's War Games match. And that, whoo, oh my God, Braun Breaker definitely showcased a lot against Johnny Gargano in this match. You would be happier that match. Yeah, I might go back and watch it, honestly. Uh, Braun, Braun Breaker won it. It, it. it was like one of the best main events for NXT since the rebranding, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at it. And we will shortly go over Rampage as... Starting it off with Sammy Guevara versus Tony Nese for the TNT Championship. And uh, Sammy Guevara won, but it was a really good match. Yeah, it was solid, man. Sammy is just nuts. I don't even know how else to put it. There's really no other way to put it, but that match was just really good. And uh, we, you brought up Jade Cargill um, earlier, and she had a match versus uh, Janai Kai. Um, it, which I didn't realize this prior to the match, but uh, that's one of Thunder Rosa's students and newcomer to AEW. Mm. Jade Cargill. Quick, quickly, it, it was the quickest squash I have seen. That's the only For- complaint I have with like with AEW right now, or at least for this week. Um, we got to get these people out of the squash match territory. I get the first couple just to establish, but Jade Cargill is the biggest offender of it. And I know it's not her personally, but she is always in squash matches and Wardlow's in squash matches. And you need to give them something, some kind of challenge. Put Wardlow and Miro together. Oh, yes, please. Miller. Put Jade Cargill with, hell, I don't know, Nyla Rose. Yeah. Well, Jade Cargill and Janiya Kai did not have much time. But that time went to the next match, the main event. Pac and Penta El Zero Miedo versus FTR. That was a main event. Yeah, their their styles kind of clash a little bit. It's usually uh, a little awkward, but they they work. Yeah, FTR won the match. It was still a really good, really good uh, tag match. That concludes AEW for the week. And now time for SmackDown. As Brock Lesnar has returned and Sami Zayn interrupted. That was, that was great. That was Just- great. <laughs> 
I love when he grabs it. He's like, what's the name? Sami Zayn is just so funny. Brock is. I, I never would have. Like the douchey jock, but like in a funny way. Yeah. I never would have expected me wanting Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn more often because that was just so funny. That, that, that was a great opening promo. Then we had Sasha Banks versus Shayna Baszler. That was decent. Yeah. Yeah, that was all right. I mean, it's two uh, great wrestlers. I mean, it it should on paper it should be good. The match itself was all right. Yeah, a great match on paper. It wasn't really given the time, and the only I thing mean, I really have to say is like, where's Shotzi? She's supposed to be feuding with Sasha. Where the hell is she? I got bored. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're just going to boot you to the side here. Uh, well, in any case, I don't know. It's, it's upsetting me every week. Um, Sasha Banks won it. I am skipping Happy Talk with Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. No. Please do. Please do. No, we're not, we're not talking about that. I'm also going to skip Viking Ra- Raiders versus Los Lotharios. Yeah, that, unless you, that was... Unless you want to talk about it. Nope. All right, cool. I didn't want to talk about it either. Then we had King Woods versus Jay Uso. Interesting. And uh, King Woods won. It, it was essentially a spot for them to try to add more to the Brock Lesnar storyline. Yeah, it, it was just a prop. Yeah. Prop Different kind of prop match. And it, it was just, it was so quick. Running theme for the week. And then followed by another quick segment where Tony Storm got payback against Charlotte Flair for the pie in the face twice <laughs> last week, which I'm still questioning why. Yeah, what's what's the dealio there? I don't know. A little weird. I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. We're never going to get it. And then, you want to talk about another quick one? Cesaro versus Sheamus. Oh, yeah. That's that <laughs> one. I'm, I've seen that match more than I care to count. Oh, my God. I remember seeing something earlier, like, in the past couple of days. It was, like, the overall wrestling that was actually done on SmackDown was like 12 minutes and five seconds or something like that. And like AEW had a lot more wrestling in their, in their like uh show. 
than SmackDown did in their two hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was just a crazy stat, man. Oh, my God. SmackDown this last week was overall a joke. Oh, for sure. And here we go. We're going to combine the last two things. So Naomi challenged Sonya Deville backstage. And um, Naomi asked Sonya Deville if she accepts the challenge. Deville said yes, she is, and smacked her and walked away. Hmm. And then... Roman Reigns defends his title against Sami Zayn, and huh, what, what do you expect? Here? <laughs> uh, Sammy won. And someone's pipe dream, yes, but uh, Roman Reigns absolutely won it. Hmm. And, and the best way to summarize SmackDown is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. That's really what it was. Yep, that's just going to be what it is. That's how it is. There's there's no other way to describe last week's SmackDown. Like, I will say WWE this last week, outside of NXT, has been very disappointing. Very. But speaking of war games, you ready? Here we go. This is all going to be um, you. I need to watch it. I love war games. I love this time. So we had the women's war games match. And uh, a lot happened. It was a great opening match. And uh, it, it was it was just so good. Um, Toxic Attraction won. And it was, it was, it was fun. I love it. And it, it made um it made Jade look quite scary. So for um oh my bad. So Raquel Gonzalez, you here's your baby faces. Raquel Gonzalez, Eo Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray versus Mandy Rose, uh Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and Dakota Kai um were your heels. And uh Cora Jade got spotlight. Hmm. She absolutely did. Which is great. Then you had for the NXT tag titles Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. The, the, this, when, when you remember months back when we did our uh, fantasy booking, uh, which we still have to get to another time. Um, this is why I wanted Imperium on my roster. All of Imperium. So good. Technical submissions just about everywhere. It was great. Um, Barthel scored the win for Imperium. And Eichner held Kyle O'Reilly in the air. Yeah, it, it it was it was great. Such a good 
NXT doesn't ever fail to deliver when it comes to their pay-per-views, and I love it. Then we had uh, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson in a hair versus hair match. And I wasn't quite interested in this compared to the other matches, but um, it was entertaining. Quite entertaining. Um, Cameron Grimes scored the win, surprisingly, with the roll-up, but he still got the win. So uh, Duke Hudson had to get put into a barber's chair and uh, sh- get his head shaved. I do like a hair match. And then w- we had Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, Joe Gacy was putting in work, but uh, Roderick Strong stuck it out and got the win. It was it was decent, but nothing compared to um, the men's war games match on war games with the team of the original NXT members Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunne, Johnny, and LA Knight versus the uh, NXT 2.0 of Braun Breaker, Carmella Hayes, Grayson Waller, or Grayson Whaler, and um, Tony D'Angelo. Oh, just watch War Games. And this is probably the last time you would see um, DIY, the team of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, together again. Unless he renews his contract. But um, it was fun. I, I love war games. I, I can't I can't quite state how much I love it. It's always great. And Braun Breaker was the one to pin Tommaso Ciampa. Which is good. So I know you would love to watch that match. Oh, perhaps. You can, you can skip, like, the the uh, hair versus hair match and the Roderick Strong match. As long as you watch the women's war games match, um, Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner, and then just go straight to the main event, you you have walked out a happy man, woman, child, whoever you are, for uh, a fan of wrestling. Because I... I I had my bag of popcorn and I was loving it. And that concludes uh, War Games. It's surprising to say we haven't reached the hour point when we usually are past it. We're talking about the weekly stuff, but not much has happened. Quite dry. I mean, we, we had like three or four minutes beforehand when we got cut off, so. Yeah. Even then, that's we're we're fairly close, and uh, usually we're past the hour mark. Yeah, I, it's just a dry week for news. It really is. Really isn't much going on. 
which I mean, this is that's yeah, fine. Journal news. Yeah. Yeah, we do. There isn't also much to discuss because, like, a good chunk of the matches we had were repeats. Yeah, yeah. The there are a couple of differences and um, a few talking points. Like, I remember after two, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna be talking about that table spot." For Cody Rhodes versus Andrade, yeah, that's probably gonna gonna be the biggest talking point, and I was right. It truly was the biggest talking point. Honestly, for my matches for the week that I've seen, I saw about half of SmackDown, most of Raw, the uh, all of Rampage. What am I missing? Dynamite. And I saw Dynamite. Um, I think that Cody and Andrade was probably my favorite. I can't quite pick out a favorite for this past week. Um, Because I'm not going to pick anything from Raw. Usually is. NXT was great in the first time tends to rebranding, my opinion. Um, Rampage, short and sweet, and I like it that way. SmackDown was blah. I would say my it would have to be the tie between the yeah, it'd be both War Games matches for me. I feel like I had the most fun then. We need Bailey back. Yes, we do. I can't wait for her to come back, man. I really can't. Give me a reason to watch this. It, I will tell you, it is funny every once in a while to go on her Twitter and see like Bailey tweeting at her heel character to the fans. It's so funny. Her and Becky are really good. I love MJF's a fantastic yeah. follower. He puts out some fantastic stuff. He put out one that's like, it's Punk saying you're just a less famous Miz and Misses, and then the bottom image is Roads to the Top promo. Yeah. He's like, no, I've seen, that. I've seen that today. It was it was the exact same thing, and it showed Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes. And I was, oh, I my. That or if he just, like, digs for memes and then finds it. I don't know. Kind of, that man is just brilliant. That's great. Man's brilliant. Well, oh I my think, god! I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? Nothing. Um. Hopefully, um, hopefully this week is isn't as dry and. Um, can't wait to discuss the women's tag, uh, not women's tag match, the women's uh, championship match from December 6th edition yeah. of Raw. Oh, we're going to have a talk about that. Oh, indeed. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Hope you not all stay so tuned ha- for that. Not too happy with that. I really like that. Neither am I. 
the yep. outcome. But we yeah, will talk. I, I'm right there with you. But we will talk about that one next week. That, that one's going to take a while. I, th- I feel like a little bit. Maybe about 10 minutes of your time. Yeah, maybe. Five, ten. That, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on what we agree and disagree with, if anything, with each other. I just know it's going to be a good discussion because it's very frustrating. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week. Thank you guys for listening again, and we will catch you next week. See you later.